Around the world and across the ages, this is the September 2007 edition of The Cavern Today, a missed online Uru Live fan presentation. This is Sherry, your host for this podcast. On an individual journey basis, Yisha once called the explorers the movers of the least, which suddenly strikes me as something a bit ironic. As we explorers have contributed to the freedom of the borrow, we have in a small way possibly contributed to the problems that will soon enough be brought to bear on the cavern as we know it. Unsettling though that is, it's still always comforting to know that if the cavern as we know it should be brought low by the impending catastrophe, at least we'll all be in good company. In this podcast, we are both celebrating the latest and one of the most distinctive episodes of Uru Live, as well as the two-year anniversary of our podcasting efforts. Yes, indeed, the Cavern Today's news and variety show has been around for two years. Now, listening to all of the podcasts from 1 through 28, you really get to see a progression of how the community and the news have changed over the last two years. We started in a time where there was little hope of a return of Uru Live and that the activities explorers could devise for the shards were all the activity you would hope to see in Uru. Now, two years later, we've changed gears multiple times as the whole of Uru has changed from the Demolish Shard to today's Live, where we now report the goings-on in Cavern. Our show today usually devotes about one half of our programming to in-cavern news, one quarter to explorer-related initiatives, and the remaining one quarter for our variety segments. We hope that throughout our podcast, we've struck a healthy balance and that you, our listeners, enjoy hearing every bit as much as we enjoy putting it together for you. With this podcast, We'll be bringing you our latest news, a few words from our sponsors, a two-part TCT talk, and we'll have more on that later, a new Mad Lib, a strangely displaced extra brought to us from the future. You know, the guys never really told me how that happened. A musical piece by our own Jeff Wise called Nola Bennett Sunset. And last but not least, another quirky thought from TCT's longtime commentator, the one and only Moog. We hope you enjoy Podcast 29, where the deceived come to explore. over to Nareem for the latest news. Take it away, Nareem. Hello, this is Nareem with your TCT News Report. This month has seen some of the most interesting and varied events yet to occur in the cavern. The progression towards a new guild system has been furthered by the opening of five new guild pubs, while some other new areas have also been opened up to explorers. And not one, but two former DRC members have made a return to the cavern with news about the Bahro conflict and also about certain people well known to the community as being key figures in the history of the Dene. 
But first, a long-term initiative recently put into place by the DRC has created quite a buzz in the cavern. The word on everyone's lips? Guilds. Yes, love them or hate them, the guilds have taken up a central spot in the cavern's focus recently. These five guilds have been bolstered by the unveiling by the DRC of five new official guild pubs. These pubs, similar in design and layout to the Watch's Sanctuary, are all individually decorated according to the guild they represent. Access to these pubs is restricted based on what Kirel guild shirt you wear. So, if you wear a cartographer's shirt displaying your support of that guild, then you can only access that pub. A guild advisor Ratelti, however, has informed us that explorers can still change their shirts at Kirel and thus gain access to a new pub whenever they want. At least for now. Well, while no new rages have been released this month, there have still been several new areas released. It is now possible to reach Douglas Sharper's spy room via a Barrow linking stone. As a public service announcement, the DRC would like to remind the community that the DRC have no control over the stones and would advise extreme caution when using them, if you are to use them at all. Also recently discovered is a link to Phil's Relto. It doesn't appear that he uses his Relto anymore, but it is hoped by many that it will reveal some more information about Mr. Henderson, in particular his recent journeys through the ages. However, most explorers seem most concerned with how he manages to have night time in his relto, but it seems that that will be one secret left for another time. By far the biggest piece of news this month is the return of not only Mr. Michael Amberg, but also Dr. Richard A. Watson, former leader of the DRC, who has been absent since the initial closure of the cavern. Neither seem to desire returning to the DRC Council, but they have both imparted much information to the community as a whole. Dr. Watson seems to corroborate much of what Phil told us last month, namely that he has journeyed to Relishan and their Mechisha, and also that there is a growing conflict between two different factions of Bahro. He has particularly warned us not to be deceived and lulled into a false sense of security due to the relative peace in the cavern, and it is only the actions of the good Bahro that have kept us safe. Another interesting piece of news provided by Dr. Watson is that he has also met with Atris, the main figure in much of the more recent Denier history we have, history on which was based Cyan's Mist series of games. Interestingly, Dr. Watson has also revealed that the events of Mist 5 were in fact based on himself, and that he was the one who returned the Barrow their golden tablet, thus freeing them and allowing them to choose their own directions which has resulted in the current conflict. Dr. Watson has advised us to remain united in order to survive and has pointed to the guilds as a possible defense against the Barro, a fact that has further fanned the flames and prompted more activity on the guild's front. Everyone now seems to have an interest in the guild system. In fact, even this news reporter has found a guild that has piqued his interest. I'm going to go and have a chat with one of their representatives right now, but for now, this is Nareen, for The Cavern Today, signing off. Oi, Janathus, I'm going to take ten. Yeah, no, 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 so I'm only going to be gone for ten minutes. Alright, thanks. Yo, uh, Shora, 
Well, this is Dusty, Union Boss, uh, uh, Guildmaster of the GOPSW. Are you looking for the perfect guild to suit your skills? A guild that will give you notoriety. A guild that will have people pointing and talking whenever you're in the cavern? Well, then come to Kirol and join the Guild of Plumbers and Sewage Workers, Local 38. Yo, you look like a dude searching for the perfect guild to impress your old buddies. Uh, yeah. Is it safe? Of course. I see. Uh, does your guild have an official t-shirt? Sure does, bro. <laughs> but that's a, a white t-shirt with mud spluttered all over it. Well, brown is the official guild color. Uh, and that ain't mud. Ah. Gee, I, I don't know. As attractive as that sounds... <laughs> and smells... Plus we'll throw in these steel-toed work boots! Oh, they they are nice. Yeah, you just have to wander around that desert age until you find him. Oh, at night. Uh, I'm going to have to think about this. Well, I'll tell you what, bro. You join our guild, and we'll set you up with our free lunch program. Show him, Joe. <laughs> What's that he's eating? Well, it's like a really hard salami. We cook him up in that place with the big mixing bowls. They're great with a little mustard. You eat a kind of food pellets? Whoa! <laughs> Bad batch. I've really got to go. Uh, bye! Eh, he'll be back. Anyway, come to Kirol and join the Guild of Plumbers and Sewage Workers, Local 38. Because there is such a thing as a free lunch. Podcast 29 was originally slated to be completed a week ago, and as such, a TCT talk was done for this podcast with the intentions of doing a follow-up TCT talk later to get a before and after take on the episode. As fate would have it, delays did occur, and we will be able to offer both the before and after in this podcast. We now give you the first part of TCT Talk. Welcome back to another episode of TCT Talk, the cavern today's roundtable chatterbox about the goings-on in Mist Online Uru Live. Actually, we spend more time rambling than anything else, but we hope you'll listen in with us anyway. Um, with us today we have... Alhan, Anthony, Genesis, Wolfgang, and me, Narium. Well, let's start off um, with TCT's anniversary. It's actually been two whole years since we started up, guys. Who's been here the longest? Oh, goodness. Now, who's, who has been here the longest? Alhan, were you with TCT before me? I, I don't know. We we joined around the same time, I think. Really? I, I started January or February. No, I know you were there before oh. me because I participated in the shortwave, which was already your gig by that point. Okay. And I, I guess remember, I'm the old fart. I remember seeing posts about somebody liking your voice or something. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been some twisted, demented person. Uh, well, yes, it was, and but now. who shall remain nameless? Anyway. Yes. Uh, or so, the voice of the shortwave. So let's start. Uh, you're now the, the uh, TCT Extra. Let's hear about your long and sordid history. Well, uh, the TCT, <laughs> um, it started off as, I guess, the TCT shortwave. Then it became the CCN shortwave. Then the TCT slash CCN shortwave. Then the TCT shortwave again. And now it's the TCT Extra. I have a bad history with name changes. But it's I, I don't really, it, it was actually around before I joined. But it was just kind of there. It was we ba- we had it, but we weren't really doing anything with it. And then, and the producer at the time said, "Well, we've got this feed here. I want you to do a show, make up something." 
So it became kind of a community <laughs> news outreach type show. And later, as until Uru uh, and Damala showed up, then it became a news show. And of course, once Uru Live came up, it was very much a flash news show, getting things out the day of happening so that we wouldn't have to wait the month or two weeks or however many it was at the time. Now you've been to wait trying to cover the episodes in, in depth so people can uh, catch through audio what they yeah. could otherwise read in text chats. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty crazy, especially once those episodes started up. The workload went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and who else is uh, collaborating with you on the, the extra? Well, right now, I, I, I guess my lackey is, is Vid. He's been doing a lot of a lot of work, and there was a month where I don't know if I was sick or I, I had to take a leave from the shortwave for some reason. And he basically took over and claimed the extra as his own project and saved it from being complete ruin. So I, I have to give props to him. And also uh, Steve Crox, our other producer. And I, I think Morris has even worked with us on a couple of um, episodes. So. Ooh. Moving to one of our, one of our other projects the uh the written the spoken the written word the archiver the spoken written um, word yeah well basically uh i think i'm pretty sure i was on the archiver before i actually joined tct uh um, yeah it works that was like beginning beginning of this year um yeah, beginning or re- right at the end of last year. Anyway, um, basically the the archivo is sort of uh, Alamnut's pet project um, that he had going previously, back well, way back in Antiluru, I think it was, um, just as like a, a newsletter to cover um, goings on in the cavern as well as out of the cavern, so as to distinguish it from that other magazine that was around um, the Echo, because uh, they I think he assumed that it would someday come back. Uh, anyway, uh, I, th- I think he, he got out two new two issues uh, before uh, he was unable to continue it just because like of the manpower it took to get the thing running, uh, mm-hmm. and so he stopped with two. And basically, I think it was hi- him and Steve Crocs as again uh, who tried to resurrect the thing uh, and posted in a couple of places asking for people to help out. Yeah, and that sort of attracted attracted my attention and a couple of others, uh, Lego addict. Um, Kitira and a couple of others as well, and so we basically, yeah, we signed on to that. And I think, I think I was even a bit surprised with how many people he actually enlisted to get on, because um, I think just in that one hit, he had more people than he ever had um, back in the Antiluru days. Uh, and so he, I think, he basically decided to evolve it from just like a seven-page newsletter into a full-fledged twenty-plus-page pla- 20 magazine, and that's basically how it's been since issue three. And yeah, I inherited it off him I think it was issue 7 M, M Tiger V who's actually it, it, it's a bit weird because the position of editor-in-chief is sort of divided into two I basically edit articles arrange stuff and organize and yell at people and tell them to get stuff done on time uh, mm. and that's basically my job like. <laughs> as, as yeah. I said TCT I don't say yelling I say nagging yeah, yeah. Uh, I meant it sarcastically. Ba- like uh, my position, I don't really tell people what to do as such. I just facilitate people getting stuff into one place and being able to publish it. Um, I really don't care what people write as long as it's like appropriate. And um, as, as long as your stories are due tomorrow. 
Ezra, and, as yeah. a reminder, your stories were due yesterday. <laughs> we deal with that fairly often. <laughs> but, um, yeah, basically, I just, yeah, I don't really care. Like, as long as people are happy to write stuff and actually send it in, that, that's all I want. Um, but, yeah, basically, I just edit, uh, and M Tiger V is in charge of assembly. So he puts the thing together and makes it look nice and pretty. I think he actually uses and he uses Apple Pages, so you Mac people yes. will be happy with that. <laughs> the Mac people. Mac-y. But yeah, it's really sort of taking off right now, I think. That's and you also are a collaborator for the uh, the news part of the Cavern Today yeah, podcast. Yeah, well, that was, that was I, think, I think you approached me about that, Janathus, and said, uh, I need people to write news. Write news. Go write news. I'm like, okay. You're a writer. And, yeah, well, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't even know if I if I knew he was a writer. I'm like, well, I think you could be a writer. <laughs> You're a writer. You, you look now. like you look like a writer. Yeah. Well, I can't so see, right. but you look like a writer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but and yeah. With, with a little bit of uh, uh, yelling, you you managed to actually produce some decent audio too. Oh yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> now now um, if if people compare my earlier news stuff with what I'm with now, you'll notice that it's actually a lot better because I've got a shiny new USB headset. Hurrah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so now Jason can stop nagging me about audio and just nag me about my like cruddy bandwidth. And you know, even then, <laughs> I'll, I'll find pronunciation things to hit on as well. You know, I'm never at a loss for things to complain about. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's you're always point. looking for things to point out. Well, you know, nothing's ever perfect. There's always room for improvement. So, yeah. <laughs> moving on to the to the uh, the meat, the the project that. Started it all. Started it all. The podcast. Uh, the almost senior member, or the mostly senior member, or partially senior member, that's me, of this particular conglomeration. I, th- I mm. think, as Elhan mentioned, I, was, I started a little bit after him. And we, uh, when I started, I, I did worked in a shortwave piece, but I, what really drew me to the project was the podcast. It's, uh, it's, it's it got a good, it had a good flow. I started listening with uh, Podcast 5, the interview with uh, Ryan Miller. Uh-huh. And uh, really, it really caught my interest because of um, you know the JOTC. They they did the episodes one through five at the time. Mog's interview with uh, Ryan Miller. Those were the things that really stood out in my mind. And um, they had some music, and they were. I was wondering where the music came from. I think it was around podcast date. I finally plucked up the courage to hit the forum and say, "Hey, where'd you get the music from?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, somewhere around podcast eleven, I came on board, did my shortwave thing and although I, re- I really wanted to try my hand at the podcast but I, I had real, I, I bought my first microphone then and it, and it was a Logitech and it, it was a terrible microphone because it was line level and it had a lot of noise it would generate so I've, I've gradually beefed up my hardware through my tenure in the podcast and uh, I finally found the opening to, to get into the, the podcast show by doing a tech piece um, offered to someone else originally but that someone else didn't step up to the plate and Anthony, I don't know if you sh- did you show up right then, or were you already kicking uh, around the project uh, then? I had started back in May, which was before the tech piece. But I was the one who said, "Hey guys, maybe we should do a tech piece. It seems like it'd be a good idea." There, yeah, that was May two thousand six, and I, I started February two thousand six. So yeah, it's mm. we we got together and we we decided to start arguing tech, and what a lot of fun that's been. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
as I don't I think I've I also did a couple of interviews for the shortwave for around the liaison time and uh, so I kind of cut my teeth on some interviews and therefore I was readily available which is a nice way of saying I have no life and I'm always online <laughs> um, so Supergram yeah, uh, snagged me a couple times for interviews when she couldn't grab anyone else and she had the scientist on the line and so mm-hmm. that's how I ended up doing a couple of interviews. Uh, I actually requested an interview. I did the interview with uh, Tim Larkin. That was the one that I wanted to do because the, if there's one thing that I really that really speaks to me of any environment, game, movie, whatever, it's always the music. I'm almost real, always big on the music, so I wanted to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And that was when I learned how horrible Power Grammel can be for recording. <laughs> so as time went on, uh, I just kind of had picked up enough, I don't know, I want to say seniority. That's not really it. I've, I've put in enough activity that uh, Steve was starting to kind of slack off because he had some real life uh, demands on his time. Mm-hmm. So he said, well, mm-hmm. who would be a good shot to try as editorial producer? I said, well, I'll give it a shot. And I had no idea <laughs> what editorial producer was. So I was like, oh, I'll try it. That sounds like fun. That yeah. was a surprise when you volunteered for that yeah. one. And... and Anthony, weren't you the one kind of like poking fun? I'm like, oh, I, I should have warned you at the time. I, I, I didn't know that you didn't know what you were getting into. Yeah. And St- Steve wrote the first storyboard. I'm like, well, this is easy. I got a storyboard. And, and before you know it, I realized that that was a real, it really sucks up your time uh, managing this project. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Of course, and, I got myself into that too eventually, but <laughs> that's but it's, another story. But that, 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 that was when I was having, uh, my animals were having health issues and they were sucking up my time, my money, and... Well, time and money, I guess that's really all you need to suck up, because I had school and work at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a lot of things. I had, to, I had to feed a cat through a feeding tube every four hours, and that was, you know, that was really cutting into my sleep. And uh, come home on lunch, feed the cat, go back to work, come back from work, feed the cat. Oh, not fun. Yeah. So Anthony stepped up to the plate around that time and uh, became, what do we what do we end up naming you? Uh, managerial producer. Which is wonderful. I, I hope you could just do that forever okay, and I'll just do the assemblies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wolfgang is our newest member. Yep. Uh, when did you start? Um, actually, probably a couple podcasts ago. I was around... Like, I joined the forum back, bef- like, last year, right around uh, last year's Mysterium, when we met uh, Moog, and my cousin Ken, he introduced me to all of this. Except I kind of fell off the map until about three podcasts ago, was it? When right after TCT Talk started, like a couple episodes ago, and mm. I've been doing these. That's it's always like when I when you first came in, I said, "Well, you know, we'll see if we'll see if you'll try." And if you don't, well, you know, we have others. <laughs> yes, but I'm trying. That's very clear. Rank policy. Well, I'm always like, <laughs> if anyone wants to try something, I'm willing to let them try. You know, it's it's not. Yeah. There's no reason not to. It's just, um, if if people let us down frequently enough, then we realize not to trust them or to rely on them. Well, I don't think I've let you down yet. No, you haven't. No, it's it. it but we have seen it over time with, ah, with others. We have and, had a few times. And you know, it maybe deservedly so. This is not a paying job. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. you know we we pay you all kinds of nothing. There's a little more nothing to go raises. with your, your nothing pay, no. you know? Oh, yeah. The odds are people raises. Speaking of which, when do I get my bonus? <laughs> your bonus <laughs> of nothing? 10% <laughs> my bonus of nothing. Everything you've made this year. 
So uh, yeah. <laughs> come join the come join the archive of Wolfgang. We'll give you a twenty percent raise in whatever the TCT is giving you. Twenty percent, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So what is that? Enough. Twenty <laughs> zero is no. Oh, zero. Yeah, uh, zero is zero. But twenty percent of yeah, nothing is no. <laughs> No, but it's more prestigious nothing, because you're getting 20% more of it. Actually, I think 20% of nothing is actually no. Well, that... <laughs> interesting. Was totally random? <laughs> so, what, what is it that drew, drew everyone to the podcast? What, what, what brought you here in the beginning? Let's work backwards from me, since I was listening to talk. Uh, <laughs> well, Ken was the one who introduced me to it, but I just... I think the main thing was I just wanted to do something. Like, it was something different. I had never done recording, I had never done podcasts or any of this stuff, so I decided, oh, what the heck, I'll give it a try. And so, here I am, trying. <laughs> Nerium? Trying ever so hard. <laughs> what? Nerium? Yes, so much You're fun. next! Uh, well, ba- basically, um, yeah, it was just... I think I think I was attracted a lot by, um, by sort of the people as well. Um... Not not so much you, Janathus, so don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, just <laughs> horrible, just, horrible just, people. Just just the just numbers, no, the real community vibe about it, and how, and like like Janathus said, it's not really like a, a, a sort of a hierarchical work type, a workplace type uh, area. It's just all about sort of trying to get the best product out there and doing it whilst having a bit of a laugh. Which I think is what TCT talk is. Even if they're at my expense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're always at your expense, Janathus. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Anthony, what what did you do to the project? Oh, well, I've been in the community for a long while, and I had finally decided, well, Steve was looking for some more people, and it was a good opportunity for me to be able to do something for the community, finally. You know, I had helped Graham with several things, but this was something I could do steadily. It's kind of funny. Initially, I didn't do much because, you know... You know, kind of, when you start, it's kind of hard to figure out what to do. That's that's one of the, the biggest problems we have with new members is, you know, how to find your niche. You know, we, we could open up whole new possibilities or we could fit you into what we currently do. It's, it's all just a matter of what people have time for. I mean, when, several new projects have opened because... People wanted something that they thought was good to do, and they oh, and proposed I, I it, love, and it you know, took they, off. They, they come to me like, you know, Oliver Twist, please, can I try this project? I'm like, sure, go to, go for it. You want some help? I can help you. You know, it's, it's whatever people want to do, we're, we're very Stop open to it. asking me. I mean, uh, uh, and I suppose <laughs> the multifaceted nature of TCT now, having like audio and written and, you know, regular news update style of um, publication... Is that if you you know if you don't think that you're necessarily um, cut out to do you know um, I suppose audio work I mean you can go and write stuff for the archiver or you know there's like billions of things that you can do and different ways you can do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and you know we're always willing to add new segments. Always. Yeah. 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 Um, so the archiver, <laughs> like just come sign up for the archiver. What what ended up getting me in the podcast was I I complimented it. <laughs> And the uh, oh, 
The producer oh, of the time yeah. said, hey, you want to participate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first and last compliment Jonathan so ever gave well you adding yourself. Well, I just said, I said, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll love the podcast. I, I, when's you the next one coming out? And she's like, well, hey, you want to participate? And I said, sure. I don't know what I can do, but hey. You and compliments? What? <laughs> I never give compliments? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, somewhat. It was a More different less. time. You don't get many compliments, but you get a lot of insults. Well, I give backhanded compliments, you see. It's, it's <laughs> and front-handed insults. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Good call. Good job. So, uh, so Alhan, what, what started you on the project? How did you get in? Um, well, I got in... I, I got in by... Um, basically because it was Journey of the Call that attracted me, because I've always been a fan of audio, um, audio drama. And I had already been working a little bit on my own radio show called Centerpoint Arcade, which unfortunately has been on hiatus since like last October. And I don't know if it'll ever come off. But um, I, I started just by making a few comments about the show and then said, hey, I know I can do a little bit of mixing. I can do a little bit of writing. I can do a little talking if you want me to do some of this stuff. And they said, sure, come on in. We'll stick you someplace where we can't hear, see, or... Have you even known to the public? We'll stick you on the dead shortwave. And, <laughs> and well, and I mean, there you it breathe, kind of went you, from you there. You breathe some life into it. I don't know if I'll go that far, but lo and behold, well, it lives. As the <laughs> shortwaves evolved into the extra, and the extra is doing fairly well these days, I'd have to say you did. Yeah, well, mm. that somebody else said it though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always afraid when I'm hyping something. It's like, hey, listen to this. It's so good. It's so good. And I don't really know if it's that good, but I think it is. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I guess that's the general theme around all of the cavern today is anyone who wants to participate can. Anyone who wants to join can. And we can, mm-hmm. if you if you don't know what niche you can, you can fit in, either we'll find you one or you can pick one. So it's, there's all kinds yeah. of opportunities here. But you have to let us know you're going to find one. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, you, mm-hmm. it, you still have to show a little bit of initiative. And it's, you know, hey, I'd, I'd like to try that. I'm like, well, but we'll, we'll slate you for the next one and give you a whirl. It's, mm-hmm. that's e- it's that easy. Um, Look how far it got so, me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now you're on TCP Talk, the most prestigious. Talk <laughs> the most ever. prestigious of babblings. <laughs> exactly. We're a very anyway. prestigious organization. I mean, we... Uh, because we're hardly organized. Or at least one of the oldest, depending on your definition. Media organization <laughs> anyway. in the cavern. So moving uh, moving we, forward we, with we, our, yeah, move our on talking points here. Rambling. Let's uh, get on to the uh, last episode. Just a little bit to say about that. Um, how many people have tried games on it? In Jalak, I mean. I have you don't have Dolkin anymore. Dolkin had these. Yeah, Dalkin had the uh, the game of the, thing that he made up. the, the I've quad soccer. Playing, I've been actually making random sculptures with it. Like I've been trying to see what like shapes I can form just by changing the levels of those pillars and sticking random shapes everywhere. So you, you, what you're saying is you're expressing your existential inner self Quandry? through Jalak. That and I no, had fun rolling that. balls downstairs. <laughs> and then I kind of made the ramp wall, roll down the stairs too. I imagine that Rooney Tunes character, yup, yup, rolling the ball, rolling the ball. <laughs> oh, that's great. I, the, the coolest game I heard about, but I haven't, it hasn't come my way, or I haven't experienced anyone who has it, is that somebody created a marker hunt. I guess that where the markers are hidden behind the pillars, 
which I guess, you know, it could be rather easy because you just take each pillar down until you find it. But then <laughs> what if, you, you know, what's the, I guess the trick is trying to figure out the most efficient way of, get, of finishing it. I know mm-hmm. the most efficient way. You press the one that levels it all the way down to the bottom. And then you try to jump? <laughs> what if you're all too high? Yeah, I know. So, still, you I, know where all of them are right then. But still, the trick would still be how to how to get the pillars lined up so you hit them all. The I mean, pillows? It, pillars. I said pillars. You said pillows. I did not. Did you I not pillows. say pillows? I'll just go with it, whichever it, hurts him the most, so pillows. <laughs> <laughs> I think you it's know, funny every stay with pillows. You, yeah. you folks think I have such a such a strong, delicate <laughs> ego, and I don't. I, I I'm not sensitive. But it's fun thinking you do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going. I'm not going to end the TC talk piece. Oh, they picked on my poor ego. <laughs> if you had a weak <laughs> ego, I would have never made it into being the managerial producer. You know, you would have gone rid of me years ago. Now you can't do that. Give me the admin f- control panel. Just Anthony delete him. <laughs> so, uh, so the, the the deceptions episode is coming up, and I think it's time to uh, theorize. Just come up with whatever we think is going to happen. We've got two pictures and plenty to plenty to fuel our theories. No, Alhon, what what was your um extra from the future report about again? That was the I think that. Oh, it, it's actually going to be it. We something popped up on our server and. We figured it was worth airing. It, mm. Random glitch involving, I, I don't know what it was, it's like Miles and Steve and Anthony were all working on the servers and the feeds. And then we managed the, to produce a quantum entanglement drawing over some information from the future that was on the server. Along with the pot of petunias yeah, and a baby sperm well. Exactly. Yeah, but I, I've, I've, like, I've actually, I've actually, I actually had a look at that. I actually had a look at that report and I, I think, you know, that, that's so credible. I know um, it's scary. That's that's, that's, that's what's going to happen, you know. And we're violating so many temporal rules by doing this. Yeah, yeah but we're not bound up by the temporal prime directive. No, yeah. we're not. But it's still dangerous. Yet, like they they never got us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. So the uh, the preview coming soon page shows a picture of a nighttime relto. Finally. So nighttime. is that a page or is that Phil's relto? Finally, something for Janathus to brood in. Good question. <laughs> oh my god. I think it's Phil's real. I think it's Phil's real too. It does look incredibly like him. No, notice that like I it's not like so. it's not a recent relative with recent changes. Yeah, it doesn't have mm. the mushrooms. Or... And remember that R- Phil lacks his relto book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's. I, 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 I still think it's, it's a page. page. I, I think it would be page. nice if it was a page. Wasn't I it, yeah. want it to be a page because I maybe, want that page. Wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Maybe was maybe it even it a page feels... in the original? I don't think it was. No, it wasn't. Nope. No, it wasn't. It was just it was never no, it was just his. It was just supposed to be. Oh no, it's depressing because the guy's quote unquote well, dead. Yeah, he gets all this stuff and we don't. I mean, he even had no, a full no. bookcase. He had full bookcase that Who's we couldn't say though? that we couldn't use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had one though, book they... in it that we could use. I mean, I reckon though that, you know, you go to Phil's Relto, and there in Phil's Relto is a night pay, nighttime page. Like, who's to say that you don't get both of them? Or maybe, maybe his Relto book is still in his Relto. Who knows? What what I think it, what I think is here here's me predicting the future. Yeah. Phil's Relto. Yeah, the clairvoyant. At, once upon a time, Karnak got us to Kirel, the neighborhood, 
but we can get to the neighborhood now. So I predict the neighborhood will be the path to Phil's Relto. That's my prediction. That the borrow would think you would notice it then. When, like, oh, my Relto's in Corel now. I should go pick that up instead of saying, I'll just leave it well, here. There are two doors that are magically I locked. Sharper is going to leave us the book. There are two, yeah, two locked doors. Yeah, because Sharper have it for yeah, how long? It does. Yeah. yeah, I reckon Baba Gubu will make a comeback. Anyways, Janathus is saying something. There are two I'm locked there. doors in Kirel. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them may open, or both, who knows? Or none of them. Yes. Just despite you. So, the other, uh, the other <laughs> like, announced... Oh no, here's Janathus, we better remain locked. The other announced feature is uh, the guild pubs. Now, isn't that that one curtain behind the uh, the cone and the stopper barrier, isn't that the path to the guild hall? But is it the guild hall, or are these individual pubs? Because it looks a darn lot like the Watcher's Sanctuary. Oh, mm. uh, here comes another prediction. Here comes, here comes, here comes. We're going to go down that pathway and find a five-way hallway linking to all the various guild pubs. That's my prediction. Mm. <laughs> okay. It would be wow. nice if it was. That would mean they'd actually open up more of the city. Yeah. Someday I won't be, be able cool. to walk down that path, climb into the uh, guild hall and start digging, but, you know. That's well, it needs right. to be lighted because it's a little scary. No, that's a plan. I plan to dig through the floor of the guild hall. Are you kidding? I'm putting on my zombie costume there. Yeah, but you need, you need a level four uh, hammer or shovel to do it. <laughs> Plus two. And he had some pretty hard materials, but uh, I'm persistent. And you, yeah. and you need to roll a d20. <laughs> you, need a, you need a 20 initiative check. Plus five. Plus five hammer of dig mightiness. Mighty digness. I don't know. Oh, the diglet. Mighty, mighty digness. For, 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 those, for those of the uninitiated listening, we are making random... Dungeons and Dragons role-playing game number quotes, usually found in other online games, but not in Uru, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> but it wouldn't be so much more complicated if that was there. Just imagine, like, if your clothing had levels. <laughs> <laughs> My level four banana yellow shirt. <laughs> well, I was thinking more so like the maintainer's suit. Your hat has. Oh well, you you've beaten the wall so many times. Up. You have the level ten maintainer suit. I'm like, oh, you can actually go on to the supernova world. Oh, I've got the Weren't level they one. That the wall was going to be opened. I've heard that would be nice. The wall getting open finally. The wall getting open would be nice. They're getting I, close. The panel is now flickering, and I don't know, doing whatever well, panels do. Somebody pointed that out, and then someone said, "Oh yeah, two episodes ago, it was like that." Well, it's well, be- becoming more and more lit. I've been noticing. I keep going back every episode, and it seems to be getting closer and closer to completion. Maybe that's just responding to us lighting the light. <laughs> that would be completely unrelated. <laughs> yes. Well, but kind of along the same lines of things glowing, um, what do you think might come of the little key nightlight that we've been getting in Descent lately? <laughs> nightlight. At the moment, well, it's nothing more than a flickering light. Yeah, but I mean... Well, now it lasts it, a whole It is getting minute. better. Yeah, it's, it's it lasts a whole minute powerful. now? Oh, wow. Yeah, a whole minute. See? I so want it to fast. the point where I can put it in, pull it out, and be able to turn it on and off at will. But, that, I mean, see, that comes what do you think the, the purpose might be? What if, what if we just have, we have to take it somewhere and put the key in something, and then it activates something important? You know, that would have been a whole lot more logical solution to the puzzle in, uh, what is it? Yeah. What is it? Chemo? Uh-huh. 
Huh? Oh, we have the oh, fireflies. The light the in... Firefly. Oh, yeah. Uh, or Gira. Like Whichever the most one's the fire. Nah, it was the fire. Key... That was both. You had to get the fireflies from Chemo and take them to Gira. Yeah. Instead, you can just grab your nightlight, walk up there, turn it on. <laughs> and of course, so much the fireflies nicer. don't like falling in water. They don't like it when you jump twice. And so you could you could get the light, stomp through the water, and then yeah, yeah. But yes, but you, that would you, take you, the frustration frustration out of it. But you can only do that if you're saying neener neener neener. <laughs> so it's the only way you can do that. How about me? Some money. No, 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 Okay, that one's gonna have to be cut. <laughs> <laughs> and they were forced to eat Robin's minstrels, and there was much rejoicing. Yay! Uh, well, that's pretty much all we have time for now, I think. Uh, tune in in the next week or so when we actually have a podcast 29.5 and check out how many of our bizarre, crazy, and zany predictions actually come true. Uh, Mine weren't zany, by the way. Yes, uh, yeah, but I still predict a near zero percentage of them being accurate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but near zero isn't zero. <laughs> 20% of zero. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. Well, that's zero. <laughs> well, this is Alhan, Anthony, Wolfgang, and me, Narium, signing off. A full month had passed as the moon came around to full once more. Atreus made his way idly up the slope, whistling to himself one of the songs Anna had taught him as a child, a Denise song that had the simplest of tunes. As he whistled, he heard Anna's voice in his head, softly singing the refrain. As he came to the end of it, he looked up and stopped dead, staring open-mouthed at the sight that met his eyes. Ahead of him, the whole of the upper slope was wreathed in a thick cloud of brilliant white vapor as if a thick curtain had suddenly been dropped over the volcano's edge. The mist slowly roiled, like the steam on the surface of a cooking pot, neither advancing nor retreating, yet turning in upon itself constantly. It was so strange, so unlike anything Atrus had ever seen, that he stepped back, suddenly afraid. And as he did, a man stepped from within that glistening whiteness, seeming for a moment almost to be part of it. A tall, unearthing figure with a large forehead and strong, straight nose, over the bridge of which were strapped a pair of glasses, identical to Atreus's own. The white cloak flapping out behind the stranger, giving him the appearance of some great mythical king. Rooted to the spot, Atreus watched the stranger walk down the slope towards him. His fear transformed to awe by the strength and energy, the, the controlled power and cold assurance of the creature who approached. Atreus staggered back, astonished. Above him, the figure stopped, and lifting the thick lenses that covered his eyes, squinted down at Atreus. I see you have my glasses. Was that familiar? Do you remember Atris' first adventure? Is it fresh in your memory? Why not come and relive the mist stories with some friendly explorers? The Cavern Book Club meets every Tuesday at 1600 Cavern Time. Currently we're reading The Book of Atris, so come join us at the Cavern Book Club hood 
and join in the telling. Lib is becoming a regular staple of comedy around here at TCT, although most of the team have learned not to saddle anyone with such crazy numbers as 4,387,242.5, which is a real shame that such a pleasure was reserved 4,387,242.5 times for me. Oh well. It's time to hear Alhan's challenging recitations. Good luck, Alhan. Hey, everyone. This is Alhan for The Cavern Today, bringing you this month's Mad Lib. Now, if you remember back two podcasts ago, I think that was in 27, Sherry brought us her slightly modified rendition of Yisha's speech at the beginning of the journey of the Five Ages. And last month, Moog brought us his beautiful, touching, moving version of Shakespeare's sonnet number 18, which, in my opinion, needed the spicing anyway. So, I guess the dice was rolled, and it's my turn to bring you something. And today I'm going to bring you a little speech that, again, we heard at the beginning of the journey. But, in the most part, it's the speech that we heard even before Yisha's. Yeah, that old fat guy who's sitting outside of his trailer, good old Jeff Zandy. Well, you know how it goes. So, I'm uh, Zandi, I probably know more about why you're here than you do. Don't worry, you felt drawn here just like the others. I'm not really here to give you answers, just to give you help and get you started. She's left a message for you in the cleft. Listen to it well, follow her. Find the journeys and then enter the tree, and check with me if you need help. Pretty simple speech, pretty short speech. But, as usual, the staffers here at TCT had to go and screw it all up. So, for your enjoyment, I present... The Cavern Today's edition of Zandi's opening speech. <clears throat> hey, welcome. So, uh, I'm Janathus. You probably fail more about why you're here than you do. <laughs> Don't coordinate about it. You felt hanged here, just like the apricots. I'm not really here to give you whiz-bangers. Just to give you a brick and get you started. She swiped a message for you in the big sky country. Listen to it well. Follow her. Discombobulate the journeys. And then, enter the hat. Oh, and, uh, to be or not to be with me if you need a donkey. So there you have it. For The Cavern Today, this is Alhan, signing off. The Cavern Today is now pioneering a method to bring you news. Now... Through some strange coincidence, we're finding extras in our archive that are dated into the future, meaning we are bringing you news in advance of the goings-on that they are reporting. Guys, how did you do that? But anyway, if that is an innovation, I don't know what is. This is Vid reporting for the Cavern Today Extra with this breaking news bulletin. Kay Alexander has scheduled a press conference in the Watcher's Sanctuary for all members of the Cavern Press to comment on the violent occurrences yesterday. We are awaiting her arrival, and word has gotten out among the Cavern community. The Sanctuary is currently full of people keeping watch. While we wait for her arrival, let's recap the events leading up to this. Yesterday afternoon, while Miss Alexander, leader of the DRC, was in Douglas Sharper's office, 
two Baro Noir warriors blinked into the building in an apparent assassination attempt. Sharper was able to kill one quickly, but was unable to stop the second from attacking Miss Alexander. By the time that Sharper was able to fend off the attackers, Miss Alexander had suffered severe lacerations to her face and damage to her voice box. A mixture of Denis and surface treatments were able to keep the damage mostly cosmetic. While she could possibly have the scars removed and her voice returned to normal, she chose to leave them as they are. What's that? Okay, we're getting word that Miss Alexander has begun the press conference. We will bring you that conference right now, live. Our assault has been foiled. The entire DRC has shown up. For those listening on our audio-only feed, standing to Kate's left is Secretary of Defense Douglas Sharper, and standing to her right is DRC member and Secretary of Restoration Dr. Ikuro Kodama. Hunted down and defeated. has left me scarred and deformed. But I assure you, my resolve has never been stronger. In order to ensure security and continuing stability, the cavern shall be reorganized into the second Dunny Empire for a safe and secure Dunny society. This has been a TCT Extra special report. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. For the Cavern Today Extra, this is Vid signing off. Welcome back to more TCT Talk. Today we're back with... Wolfgang. Janathus. Anthony. Nareem. And back from the surface, finally, it's me, Sherry. You've been okay. gone? Yes, I've been gone. I've been on the surface. Shoot me. Mm. Okay. So Sharper let's... Will. Uh, sh- <laughs> Sharper will shoot everyone. <laughs> Don't get me started on Sharper, boys. Don't get me started on Sharper. Nothing good can come from that. Okay, but let's go back to what you guys were talking about last time, the predictions. Mm. Now, there was a list of, looks like six of them, and there's uh, predictions from Janathus, Alhan, Nareem, and Anthony on here. And let's go to the right ones first. Which the right ones were, the dark Relto picture is Phil's Relto. Yes, Janathus, you were correct. Way to go. And the other yeah, one was... <laughs> the other one was, <laughs> Sharper will leave, a, leave us the link to Phil's Relto. And that was Anthony. <laughs> Way to go, guys. Janathus and Anthony get one apiece. But to our yeah, friend, You won Alhan. nothing. <laughs> yes. And now yes. for the failure. Yes, and now uh, we go to Alhan, who said that the dark relto is a page for our relto. Alhan, that would be the nighttime page for our reltos will be in Phil's relto. Uh, Mr. Nareem. How many times is Nareem uh, wrong? Oh, oh. Nareem uh, one out of one. Four million three hundred thousand five hundred sixty-eight. Whatever you know, Nareem. I'm gonna keep that. You know, you're gonna put down. You're gonna put down your Relto book, and I'm gonna be there. 
And then, you know, it's like all of a sudden you hear, ah, what was that? Oh, oh God. Nothing. You forgot your book. You I'm know. being stalked by Sherry. <laughs> that's Keep an eye out. She's dangerous. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and then the other one, uh, there's two more wrong ones, which were, cre- cre- how do you say that? Creel uh, will oh. be the path to Phil's relative. Carell, sorry, Carell, will be the path to Phil's Relto. Janathus, that would be wrong. And wrong. Then, uh. And then, Janathus, you need to watch The Wizard of Oz, man. It says, ignore the man behind the curtain. Because down in the curtained area, it does not have a path that leads to all five pubs. So, <laughs> you, so wrong. You, you, you think there you, isn't. You're wrong. I only got one wrong. Sh- sh- show me the proof. You, you, you think there isn't. <laughs> Those curtains still haven't opened up yet. Yeah, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Oh Oh, goodness. So uh, we made it to Phil's Relto. Looks like yes. How is Phil's Relto? The same as ever. That's somewhat changed. Really, rather dark actually. I like it that way. Mm. (laughs) Yes, so crushed because he doesn't have his night Relto page to brood in. Mm. I'll get get that eventually. Don't you worry. Just move into Phil's Relto. He doesn't seem no, to be well, using it. Janathus can parade around his nice, shiny DRC vest instead. Yeah. I'm sure he'll enjoy that. Yeah, okay. you guys are stealing Phil's stuff. He's not okay. using it. Okay, so, so Michael Ingberg is back. Yes. What's going on with 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 Michael Ingberg? What's his deal? I don't know. I thought that was kind of anticlimactic that, that he returned. I mean, I thought yeah. there would be more to that. I mean... Maybe they didn't give us give us enough time to build up any anticipation. Like uh, Doctor Watson, like, oh, when's he coming back? We know he's coming back. When's he coming back? Mm. And Enberg, like, oh, oh, he's back. Oh, was he gone? Oh, okay, yeah, good. <laughs> well, I, I think most people's reasoning in saying Michael Enberg wasn't going to come back was that he hadn't been away long enough. Um, so yeah, it's a bit surprising to see him back already. But um, well, uh, there you go, making sense. <laughs> oh, look, it doesn't happen very often. Savor it. <laughs> what does Michael Engberg do? Wasn't he the, the head of the RC in Watson's stud? Uh, he was like no, structural, was architectural. Oh, I thought we had to have an election or somebody was appointed after he left. I thought that was no, some... no one was actually ever appointed to replace uh, Watson on the council. They just had Laxman take over his duties uh, until Watson would return. But Michael Engberg was officially replaced, replaced by Kate, was he not? <laughs> yes. At least on the council, I think they said um, yep. Res Engines were taking up the architectural, structural side of things. Yeah, <coughs> he was replaced by good old two votes Kate on the council. Mm, yes. But, I mean, is, is, is Michael actually going, as he said, whether he's going to take up a position on the council again, or is that not been discussed at all? Someone, uh, maybe it was Kate, I'm not sure, said they had... He expressed no interest in rejoining. No, that was Watson. They said expressed no interest in rejoining. Uh, okay. They mentioned yeah. Enberg, but I'm not exactly sure what they said. It might have been something along the lines of. Hey, is Wat- Watson he carrying a Relto book? I don't know. It, I was mm. curious if he's, if he's not carrying a Relto <clears throat> book and he's been in contact with Isha, then he can link spontaneously. He, well, he's he's a level Watson. 10 linker. <laughs> he, he is <laughs> Dr. Watson. Mm. That's well, just... people have taken some pictures, but yeah. I really love it. You, you know, I, I mean, I went into Cavern um, a while back, and it was right after 
Watson had gone into the Watcher Sanctuary and told everybody, we're all going to die, and he's running around like a hysterical <laughs> And, you know, and for me, it was just like, uh, okay, dude, whatever, crack your smoke and stop. Because uh, last time I checked, um, yeah, we all have Relto books. What's going to happen? Yeah, but the borrow can link. They can follow you. Well, there's also yeah, well, the fact people that have, people have had borrow in there. Willie and whatever mm. Willie and who was the other person who was with her? Rose. Um, Rose. They their Relto books were rendered useless by the borrow. Mm, that too. Yes. Ooh, fun. Okay. So, Convenient. Yeah, so, so your theory that the borrow did not present a danger is mistaken, Miss Sherry. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, you know, I just think that <laughs> you are mistaken. Dies. You are wrong. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still want to borrow plushie though. I'm sorry. I want a plushie. I want to sleep with my borrow. Anyway, hmm. mm. we didn't need to hear that. Borrow plushie. <laughs> <laughs> well, then edit that will it out. be stricken from the record. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he's been hanging out with Phil. Yeah. Watson. Get back to Watson. He's been hanging out with Phil. Well, because they were both sort of traipsing around the ages together, weren't they? Kind of. Yeah. That was. They yeah, met cool up for several sightings. Like people would just see them link in and out. Yeah. Oh, just on the tour. Well, see you later. Whenever Watson <laughs> oh, there appears, people apparently here. he leaves Bye. a long, a long chain of speeches behind him. It's oh, like an English mm-hmm. dictionary that's bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so we we have found out that Isha is still traipsing about. To yeah, use she's searching for a way to protect us from Don't the steal my words, war. Sherry. <laughs> so apparently yeah. she can't find any answers in the Dinny ages so far. Well, because it's a problem the Dunny never faced. Mm. Well, having to. said that, she's they've all apparently spent a lot of time in Relishan. I mean, Phil said last last month that he'd been to Relishan. Dr. Watson has said that he's been to Relishan as well. Um, that they've talked to Isha and also... Do we get like a drum roll or something? Okay. Okay, that's it. Atreus. That that da, they've da, actually da. both said that they've they've actually. So that's pretty interesting, and I think I think Doctor Watson sort of, well, not necessarily came out and said, but that he sort of alluded to the fact that maybe Atreus will actually turn up at some stage. Whether that's actually going to happen or not is sort of uncertain, but that would certainly be pretty. Wow. Yes. <laughs> to have him pop up. Um, well, only if the ratings require it. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what ratings are you speaking of, Jonathan? Uh, um, 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 the, the, the key, the key pellet dropping ratings. Yeah, that's it. That's what I said. Yeah, pellet yes. dropping. <laughs> I just is going to come drop his special pellets. <laughs> Oh dear! Aisha's just gonna come and drop pellets into the lake. He's old. I mean, he has a plus ten pellet dropper. Oh man! Doing something wrong with you guys? <laughs> oh. Very much so, guys. Oh, yeah. We already established that. Okay, but oh, no. So, so we've uh, we, so Yisha and Aisha are running around. I wonder if they're having any good father-daughter moments. And uh, let's see, the Borrow War has spread to hundreds of ages, including Relishan? Oh, dear. Is mm. that... Oh, my gosh. The yeah, well, I mean, I think... War. I think the... the it's sort of, that was the whole point of the deception, wasn't it? We sort of... We have this sort of idyllic... 
well, not necessarily idyllic, but it's relatively peaceful in the cavern, mainly because the the um, the good bar are apparently protecting us, or so Watson and Phil have sort of said. So, I mean, you know, we really don't have a very good idea of sort of what's going on in the other ages, uh, which is kind of freaky, actually. Yeah. Something weird that this age is so important that they were protected over other ones, though. <laughs> Mm, that's interesting, isn't it? Well, somewhere in Maybe this age is where that, that tablet was originally stored, I believe. In this one? How do we know? It was in the cavern. <clears throat> no. Well, it was in a bubble. It was never really in the cavern. It was, it was painted. It was kind of in Multi-dimensional nowhere. bubble. Well, right. Maybe it's because of this is where their savior came to release them. Because it is where they we handed over the, the tablet. Ah, but... True. Didn't actually. That's, Doctor Watson actually said that he was the one who gave him the tablet, didn't he? I heard something along those lines. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. He actually said that in cabin somewhere. I can't find the chat log on me, but he actually said that he was the one who. Um, Cyan is just stealing the story the out from under us. That's what's happening. <laughs> They're supplying it, so I think it's theirs to steal. Uh, okay, I, I guess that's right. <laughs> Two points for logic. They're, they're stealing from themselves. Uh, Wolfgang with his plus two logic. <laughs> yes. Well, plus two logic. Uh, lo- long sword of logic. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Roll initiative. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Please, Sherry, steer the boat a bit more. Right. Uh, oh, 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 stop Wolfgang from. Stop, stop Wolfgang from stealing the conversation. You guys are having a good time without me, so I'm just like, I'm just hanging back. Okay. <laughs> no, um, steal it. <laughs> Please, take it away. But, I don't uh, want it. But Nola, but Nolabin. All right. Now, Nolabin we saw in End of Ages. Yes? Yes. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, actually, um, um, Richard Watson saw it in End of Ages, actually. Okay. Yes. Oh, but no, no, but Cyan, Cyan made We're representation. Richard Watson. Long story short is... Dr. Watson is are, in each of us. Wait, I, I, are, do, is there an active link to Nolaban? Or no, is it just no, a... No. a we, we say that we have been to Nolaban. Well, the, yeah, there is not an active link available to us, but if you look at the note in Sharper's Baron's the office... The DRC has a... Yeah, you'll, you'll see that they mention the uh, house on Nolaban is not empty, which means that they ha- they can get there, just they're not letting us go there. Aha! Okay, and so, and the Barra War is going on in Nolaban? Well, you know... Like heavy fighting? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll bring my, my paint gun, and uh, I want some <laughs> beach time, I'm telling you. Well, uh-huh. oh, oh, just keep swimming. Wish you were here swimming. from sunny Nolaban. Actually, it makes sense that the fighting's pretty heavy, and especially heavy in Nolaban, considering that's where it's uh, theorized that they came from. What, the Barra? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Or at Esher, least it was one of their homes. Ezra called it their home. Wow. I don't know. I always thought it was a beautiful age. It would make sense. Mm. Well, the day they start giving us tablets and we can draw on them and 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 <laughs> actually tell the borrow, rain, sleet, <laughs> snow, kill heart. You know. You know. Well, I mean, kill sharper. Who's... Kill sharper now. He is who's the evil <laughs> one. You know, I'm sorry. Who's to say that they'll listen to the tablets anymore, though? That's if they've been freed. By Watson. That's of course, I don't Whatever. think they'll have any problems killing Sharper. Pe- people will start walking around the cavern with their tablets, and that'll just look silly. Yeah. Okay. Look what I drew. Have tablet oh, go away. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> yeah, and the barrel links in and smiles at you and links out. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. 
Bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He comes for a, a photo op. Smile? Do they even have a mouth? Yes, they do. Somewhere. Noises yeah. emit. There must be an orifice of some sort. Maybe they just Okay, now, it, 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 it also says that uh, Sharper has left to help the good Borrow fight the war. Now, me personally, if I was one of those Borrow, let me tell you, I would grab that gun out of that fellow's hand and shoot him square in the I wouldn't stop, I wouldn't pass go, wouldn't collect $200, would just go pick up the gun and say, hey, Sharper, turn around and shoot him square in the Just whoop, you know? And send him packing, because the last thing we need is sharper running around. I've just, th- to me, everybody's like, "Oh, who's the deceiver? Who's the deceiver?" I'm like, "Well, duh, sharper." You know, I'm sorry. He's my answer for everything evil. You know, oh, what's evil in cavern? Sharper. Oh, what's that slime <laughs> underneath my boot? Sharper. You know, he's, he's the answer for everything. You could make that into you a have song. An obsession. Could, could you uh, frame that like a question, like in Jeopardy? Yeah, yeah. Who's responsible for all this crap that's going on? Uh, it's it's all Who this crap is that's sharper? going on. Who's what is sharper responsible for? Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Crap. Anyway, what is crap? Who's the evil in the anyway, so let's but, be careful about the spoilers with uh, moving on to the next stuff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, let let us just say that that in one of our previously visit ages, we found a link to the spy room. Oh, we're supposed yeah. to do the quartet do thing. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. But there's the, the quintet. There's five of us. Oh, we just leave Anthony out. Ooh. Yeah, Anthony can't sing. <laughs> we, we heard his root alpha red nose rain here. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> Anthony, yeah, why don't you try singing, Janathus? I can sing. Oh, dear okay. Lord, don't make him get out, Sir Janathus. Don't do that to oh. me. Uh, and now, Janathus singing on TCT Talk. Take it away, Janathus. I know you. I've walked with you once upon and a dream. And he sings Disney. He sings Disney. <laughs> this is Cyan. This is not Disney. This is not the Moog uh, no, Hour. Sing the Minkata Suite. Sing the Minkata Suite. There you go. Wow, we got really off topic there. What on earth were we talking about? But we weren't spoiling anything, see? see? No, we, never oh. weren't spoiling oh, anything. we did well. We oh, just yes, spoiled we them with some of my great singing, room. that's all. We were at Spy Room. We were at the Spy Room and everybody went... Ooh. Spy Room. Okay, uh, so... Now, what Baba exactly Gubu. are we... Yeah, are we... Spy, we Babo Gubu is not there anymore. So... <laughs> no, not Babo Gubu. Are we talking a different language that I don't know anymore? <laughs> don't you remember yes. Bob? Chickaboom. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. I was trying to be non-spoilery. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we're not being spoilery. I, I no. think it's going to be a, a later revelation. We don't have oh. things to make us move faster. Where, where have did Bob to do with the colors thing. Where did Bob lead anyway? I can't remember. The egg room. Oh, the egg room. But the egg room's already open. Um, there are two egg rooms. There's one in Kirel. Ah, I see. Said blind woman. Mm. And if you notice, the classroom nor the egg room doors are open in Kirel. Really? No, no, they are not. Hmm. But there's not even any books on the besides the um, the Nexus book in their little book room. 
I was like, God, that place is really, it's, you know, in disrepair. Somebody go in there, give it a few books, give it some stained glass, make it look like the other hoods, oh, for I goodness sakes. I have a sakes. feeling that something is going to pop up there. I'm sure it's not going to be barren forever. Like what? Well, then again, I did say that about the pod, so, you know, I guess I... And you said that about the, what was it, the path to the five guild pubs behind the curtain? Yeah, uh, that was a bit wrong, wasn't it? Man. <laughs> Just because I can't, like, drive to you and hurt you doesn't mean I have no way of making <laughs> my will known. Google oh, directions you could drive to me does... if you really wanted. Google Directions does seem to think you can drive to Australia. <laughs> Does it? Well, yeah. What's your address? Let me try that. Let me put that in. It tells in. you to stop at the ocean, <laughs> then go across it, and then continue driving. As if you oh could just God. go across it. Get out your red cape with, with the red S on the front of your shirt. Oh, <laughs> that's not driving, that's flying. D d deploy your use... Iron Man armor. <laughs> use your messiah powers to walk across the water. Me personally, uh, I, I, I grow gills, hitch a ride on a big old whale, and, and get there. Why would you need gills if you were hitching a ride on the whale? They do oh, breathe I'm hitching a ride on I know that, but still. But they could hold it for hours. Yeah, True. there's your I answer. Suppose. Hitch a ride with yeah. the whale. Be there in a couple weeks. Just anyway. bring your personal submersible. So yeah. now, once you go to um, mm -hmm. the, the place you can get to from the spy room, you can now access it from your city book in your Aralto. I'm sorry, I, let me rephrase. You can now access the spy room. Really? I did not know oh. that. Yes. Neat. From the city books. <laughs> and then go to that place. Wow. Convenient. Yes. Mm, very convenient. Facilitating our spying. How nice of them. Wow, yeah. And it's a tight little spy room, so, you know, I, I, I'm not going to spy much. Isn't it neighborhood uh, dependent? <laughs> Depends on what neighborhood you're in. I don't know how that makes a difference. Well, because if you've got a whole that... bunch of people jammed in the spy room, isn't it... Uh, isn't what is, it what only person by person? No, it's not. It's... Instanced. It, it, yeah, it's it is. Instanced. I think it is. Yes. It's instanced. So go, go, with your, go with your neighborhood friends, because if you go with a friend that's not in your neighborhood, well, guess what? You'll, You'll end, end up with their arm in your screen. No. <laughs> it turns it inside out and blows up. Anyway. I have friends, so no problems there. Why do no, I have to you get are the your own island. Yes. Uh, which movie was that from, Wolfgang? Um, ah, Galaxy Quest. Thank you. See, you guys, you guys need to play movie trivia with me, and I, I, I can absolutely kill. Except for the fact that they were going to go through and make a uh, movie about, about like Mist, and they never did it. Uh, yeah, they they couldn't. Last I heard, they couldn't agree or come to agreeable terms of how to carry the storyline because the storyline is explored at random by the player in the game. You know, mm -hmm. you don't have to read all the books all at once. You can read them in relation to your ages, whatever. And the movie, you know, of course, they had to lock down to a certain storyline, possibly the Book of Atreus. Who knows what they were planning? And I guess the two just couldn't come to eye to eye. Actually, there was also an intention to possibly add a Mist Island attraction to Disney World. <gasps> oh. That would have... Wow. I want a true car processor! <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means, Janathus? Do you know what that means? You could that go there means... anytime you wanted. No, they would make... <laughs> Borrow 
And you can go up and have your picture taken with oh a bar. Goodness gracious. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love those guys, you know, want to run up, you know, put your arm around them, smile. You realize that they're not furry, that they're spiny, and that they're insectoid. They're, they're four exoskeletons. They're not insect. They, they look they, more leathery, really. Yeah, they look like little soft leather, like, you know, mm. like... Like, like leathery skin. insects as opposed to chitinous insects. They're not insects. So, <laughs> would they be the same kind of leather insects. as the kind of leather used in, say, sharper shoes? I'm saying that they used... No, no, no. Same as no, Escher. No, no, no. That Escher's bonehead shirt. Escher. Yeah, he's made, it's made out of borrow pelt. You can't tell me it's an insect. It is. It is not. That's how he disappears. What? For some reason. I don't know. I've read it somewhere. It's borrow pelt. A pelt yes. is not an exoskeleton. That's, I'm agreeing with you. Why are you disagreeing? Okay, okay. Oh, okay. I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like, that can't be an insect. I thought you sure, told me. Sure, it's like, everyone's wrong, and, that, and I'm right, and even if you're agreeing with me, you're still wrong. No, 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 that's not what <laughs> that I meant. That makes no I, sense. It's exactly I what you said. He, I thought he, I thought that Wolfgang said that it was an insect. I didn't hear oh. wasn't. Okay, was. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Jeez, was not. There you go. Or, sure, I'd mm. be correct, grammatically. Well, I'm sorry. I don't mean <laughs> to be, like, totalitarian. My God, I'm not. Yes, you did. No, I am not. <laughs> Gosh, I She's am She's going humble. to kill you, Nareem. Hey, just to cover uh, the last, as far as last I'm couple of... I'm already dead. The last couple of things. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the September Sparkly is found near that sparkly. mysterious place where the uh, link spot to the spy room is. And also, if you visit the cleft, you might find something new. What, Janathus? It's a new thing that you can take back to your relto with you. That makes it awesome. Screech! (laughs) Slightly aerially based. My my TCT cohorts are attempting to leave you clues as to what that thing might be. They move in concentric circles <laughs> for no apparent reason. And will scare the ever-loving bejeez out of you when you're standing in your relto looking at your bookcase and then all of a sudden, wah! You know, you're like, ah! Yeah, that's, that is actually happening to me. I just did that today when I, when I was checking because you said the stuff wasn't there and I checked to see if it still was. And mm-hmm. I heard that and I was like, what is that noise? <gasps> the bowel roar. I turn around like, oh, it's just the birds. Who said well, it? A what? Uh, what, 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 what did you say? The things. The boiled. The boiled. Boiled. Anyway, yes. But so uh, that brings us to our that brings us to our close. Oh yeah. I think they were they were done. Okay. We pretty much spoiled everything. Wrap it up for TCT Talk. This has been Wolfgang, Janathus, Anthony, Nareem, and me, Sherry. And we're signing off. Bye, everyone.
That musical piece was Nola Bennett Sunset by Jeff Wise. Now it's time for some thinking from one of our unforgettable characters. Um, well, his thoughts, some, some Moog thoughts. Hello again, this is Moog. Here in the USA, it's Saturday morning on the Labor Day weekend, and as I write this, I'm sitting on our patio, rattling away on my laptop, and keeping an eye on the smoker where a pork roast is hopefully becoming delicious. We're having family over this afternoon to celebrate my mother-in-law's birthday. And so with a birthday on a holiday weekend, the mood is one of celebration and reminiscence. And on that note, my thoughts turn to the cavern today. We're approaching the end of our second full year of podcasting and are planning to celebrate properly in our next podcast, which will be our 30th. So I won't dwell over long on that topic. I just wanted to add an early note of thanks to all of our listeners, as well as to our staff, past and present, who have contributed so much to make this little enterprise the success that it most definitely has been. What I did want to talk about this time is a little bit of of magic that I experienced the other day for the first time. It took me long enough, but I finally got around to ordering the DVD of The Mantis Parable, the award-winning short film created by Joshua Staub of Cyan. Some of our long-time listeners may remember that we interviewed Josh on The Cavern Today some time back, and that was one of my favorite interviews. I do a bit of creative work myself, and it was a genuine treat to discuss the creative process with Josh and to learn more about his role at Cyan. The Mantis Parable is, as mentioned earlier, a short film. It's only about eight minutes long, but the fact that a mere eight minutes of film has garnered so many international awards speaks loudly about the quality of the work. Visually, the film is stunning, but more than that, the story that's related in that brief eight minutes is a beautiful little fable of grace and forgiveness. I highly recommend it to all of our listeners. It's available on iTunes, although I opted for the DVD to get the additional documentary material. And I mention the Mantis Parable mainly to lead into Uru. I think there is a connection, and it's not just that Josh Staub has contributed to both projects. I've already mentioned that the Mantis Parable is visually striking. Any of you who have marveled over the realism and and the depth of detail in the Pixar films will find a similar richness in Mantis. The modeling, texturing, lighting, rendering, and animation in Mantis Parable are a wonder to behold. Josh is a true master of his craft. In fact, the main difference I noted between Mantis and the Pixar works is that Pixar is able to stretch the magic out to two hours or so. But if you stay around the cinema long enough to read the credits after a Pixar feature, you can understand why. Pixar is able to call upon a veritable army of creative people, with the result that their films are epic, feature-length works that delight from beginning to end. The Mantis team, on the other hand, comprised only one person. Josh did everything from the initial concept to the storyboarding, character design, modeling, texture creation, set design, lighting, story, you name it. He even wrote and performed the beautiful musical score that you hear behind the scenes. In the documentary segments, Josh says that it took a year and a half of work in his spare time and with his own equipment to create the Mantis Parable. His entire digital arsenal comprised two Dell PCs, just your basic mail-order Dells too, nothing elaborate, one to create on and one to render. He built Mantis using 3D Studio Max, the same application used by Cyan to create Ages, and rendered the whole thing with a free application that he downloaded. In fact, he says that the Mantis Parable represented an investment of only about $4,500, and that included some equipment that he already owned. And that's where I start thinking about Uru. Let's look back for a moment and take another look at Riven. 
I discussed Riven in our last podcast, and it's well worth mentioning again on its 10th anniversary. Riven was, in a way, the sort of adventure game that Pixar might produce if they were into that sort of thing. Riven was created by Cyan at their zenith, when they had the budget and therefore the staff to devote to a major project of the caliber of Riven. This was a game that provided considerable depth of content, from the splendid visuals all the way through the gripping story and puzzle integration. And it was this setting that provided the springboard for Uru, until business realities thickened the plot in an unfortunate way. Uru, as it now exists, is no longer the massive online epic for which Cyan had originally hoped. They've had to scale back considerably, even with funding and promotion from GameTab. There are two sides to this story. The first has been a topic that's recurred frequently on the forums, that of a general disappointment at the slow pace of the story, and the tenuous connection between players and story, and the dearth of activity between episodes. Cyan themselves have admitted that their staffing and budget are minimal at the moment, and that they'd like nothing better than to ramp up and give Uru the effort that it so justly deserves. And admittedly, to those of us who cut our teeth on Mist, Riven, and Real Mist, and their cousins, Exile and Revelation, and of course, End of Ages, the current state of affairs is rather frustrating. The days of immersing yourself in new adventures for weeks on end has given way to new adventures that might take hours to solve, at most. The Mist worlds are so captivating that we very much want to be there, but it's getting harder to justify the hours of cavern time when the scenery changes very little and when there are frequently so few explorers online. But that's where I come back to the Mantis parable. With Mantis, you know going in that it was created by a single person, and with that in mind, it's all that more impressive. Seen in this light, its brief running time doesn't disappoint. Actually, it's just part of the magic. I think that what many of us in the Uru community need to do is to adjust our expectations and to move away from comparing Uru to its forebears and start accepting it for what it is. Yes, the Mantis parable was short, and yes, Uru seems to be coming at us slowly and in bits and pieces. But in the same way that Mantis's brevity can add to the experience, I think that Uru can be effective in the same way. The slow pace of Uru isn't the result of a huge creative staff that's hanging back and failing to deliver. What we're seeing is the output of a very small team working their hardest to make their dream a reality and putting that dream out there for us to share. I realize that I'm only echoing similar thoughts posted by Richard Watson a while back, but it's well worth keeping in mind. Uru will come slowly, at first anyway, and that's not a flaw. It's just the nature of the project at the moment. When you get bored with the game or frustrated, don't vent on the forums. Send a nice email to the staff at Cyan and let them know you love Uru and that you support them, because now is when they need our support more than ever. They need to know that we love Uru, even during the slack times when the cavern's nearly empty. The Mantis Parable and Uru were never intended to be massive generators of cash, although I'm sure their creators wouldn't mind if that happened to some degree. They are both works of art, and art happens on its own time, and not always under the best of circumstances. So your homework assignments between now and Podcast 30 are to A. Check out the Mantis Parable, and B. Think about adjusting your perceptions of Uru, and let the slow pace become a part of the magic. For The Cavern Today, this is Mowog signing off. Man, I sure wish the DRC had fired Nick. Now we'll never get any new translations. Yeah, too bad that Trisha person was a fake. Whoa, where did you come from? I came from up there, on that rooftop. The DRC rooftop. 
Okay. I used to work for the DRC, you know. You've probably heard of me. Trisha? Oh, yeah? What's your last name, then? Oh, my name is... Trisha... <laughs> Did you say Lawson? Yes, Lawson, that's me. Trisha Lawson, the famous DRC translator. Well, then how come my key has you listed as Trisha Berkowitz? Uh, typo? Hmm. <laughs> I have some new translations. If I give them to you, you can share them with everyone. You know, Trisha, you don't sound like... I'm sorry, I have a cold. <clears throat> so, uh, Trisha, what have you got there? Oh, these are from Turlet... Uh, turn... Tur Turnbuckle, yes. The Secret Diaries of Turnbuckle. And who, may I ask, is Turnbuckle? The Great King's Manicurist. Big prophet Turnbuckle was. Had lots of dirt on Alsander. Okay, Trish. Shoot us some of Turnbuckle's prophecies, then. <clears throat> there once was a king named Alsander, who went on a seven-day bender. He'll wake up one day in the future, they say, and his... A limerick? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. The best prophecies are always in rhyme. Well, can you paraphrase? Just tell us what's gonna happen. Uh, sure, sure. There will be a great civil war among the Barrow. The one known as Phil will return. The guild... That's already happened! It has? Dang. Am I late? What day? Are you sure you're the real Trisha? Of course. Trisha Dawson. That's me. Hey, there's Kate Alexander. We can ask her. Will you look at the time? I've got a thing with a guy at a place. Phil's coming back, huh? Cool. Shut up. And that brings us to the end of Podcast 29 and the anniversary of two years of podcasting. Of course, we couldn't have done it without the help of our wonderful staff at the Cavern today. To Al Hahn for his contributions to TCT Talk Part 1, The Mad Lib, and The Extra from the Future. Anthony for his contributions behind the scenes as well as TCT Talk Parts 1 and 2. Jeff Wise for his musical contribution, Nola Bennett Sunset. Janathus for his contributions behind the scenes, TCT Talk Parts 1 and 2 and Assembly. Just in Time 9 for his contribution to the Cavern Book Club ad. Miles for his behind-the-scenes efforts and his always lovely podcast cover artwork. Montgomery for the Guild of Plumbers and Sewage Workers and the other Trisha. Moog for the Cavern Book Club ad and his Moog thought. Vid for his Extra from the Future contribution. And last but not least, Wolfgang for TCT Talk Parts 1 and 2. This is Sherry for The Cavern Today, signing off. Thank you.